It's the shop on the Daily Shuffle. And now, here's Chip Souza. Hey, rolling it in on a Thursday. Got the shop coming at you till 3 o'clock. Coming at you wall to wall and treetop tall. That's what we used to say in our that was our CB lingo back in the day. Back when uh, back when Smokey and the Bandit was out, and that was you know we talked had CB lingo. That's a big ten four. It's a big ten four. That's right. So we need some Jerry Reed in here. So when we come back out of break, we need that Jerry Reed music flowing for us. That would that would be that'd be the way. He's to do bound it. and down. Absolutely. So got a great uh, show lined up for you today. We got three guests coming up at you. We're going to have Lily Thomas coming on at two fifteen. She's a golfer from Bentonville who's absolutely scorching the golf courses this summer. Got her coming up at two fifteen. At 2.30, LMA Powell, she was a former volleyball star, of course, at Fayetteville, graduated two years ago. She just got back from competing uh, in the World Championships in Mexico, got her coming in. And then on the final segment, Tristan Stafford, he is a wrestler from Bentonville. Not exactly a heavyweight, Paul, but but uh, you know what? In wrestling, it doesn't matter how much you weigh. It just matters how long you can hold that opponent down or however they score their, their points. You, you know that's one of the reasons that I love the sport of wrestling, man. That that 98-pound, 100-pound kid can excel, and there's just not a whole lot of other sports that where they can really, really stand out. And, man, Tristan Safford, if you've never watched him wrestle, man, oh, man, it is a lot of fun because, man, he's going 100 miles an hour the, the entire time. Man, he's tough. Oh, that is fun, too. And, you know, we've, I've talked about this a million times. Powerlifting and wrestling are sports that we really like because you're right, Paul. It, you're, you're, you compete against uh, athletes or competitors. You're in your weight class, and you can be a 98-pound – was it used to be, remember, the Charles Atlas uh, cartoon or whatever little thing that they had. It was 98-pound weakling on the beach. Oh, yeah, and he gets whipped up by the uh... – the bully and gets the girls taken away. Then he goes to the Charles Atlas course, and here he comes back and all buff and everything. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling this guy ain't picking on uh, Tristan Stafford on the beach anytime no, soon. Oh, sir, he'll find himself with his head buried down into the the uh, sand real quick if that were to happen. That'd be kind of fun to see, though, wouldn't it? It would. It would be fun to see. So, got a lot, a lot of stuff happening. This is the summertime for us. Of course, we are sports writers for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, but we're we've been busy. We've got a lot of projects in the work. We, uh, in fact, today we spent the, the morning time today over at the Embassy Suites in Rogers. Um, they had the annual Mercy uh, Coaches Summit over there, and, and a wide variety of topics that we set in on. Um, I set in on one on on a behavioral, uh, you know, things about behavior with with athletes. And uh, Paul, I think you you had one on CTE, which was probably very interesting. It, it was outstanding. R.J. Elbin, who is at the University of Arkansas, he uh, does a lot of work with sports related concussion. He was outstanding. That was great. And then Henry, you uh, you were able to set in the the Arkansas Activities Association. Um, use this opportunity to give the uh, coaches there and ath- there's a lot of athletic directors there today as well um, to give them an update on some of the things that are be coming up on Monday when the when the AAA has their their uh, meeting their annual summer meeting um, down in Little Rock and and uh, Henry kind of what were some of the things that they talked about today? A lot of it had to do with uh, new rulings with uh, the state legislature concerning uh, enrollment as far as homeschools these. Uh, online classes, virtual academies. Uh, That took care of a lot of what they talked about. But there was some other details such as uh, travel will be a little bit different. Uh, uh, One of the proposals that will be voted on Monday, uh, schools used to, you could go like uh, 
if you're to the adjoining states, you could go to there. If it wasn't adjoining state, 300 miles, but you had an exception once a year, you could go do that. But the problem is you'd only could miss one day of school. Well, now mm-hmm. they're going to allow it to miss two days of school Monday through Friday. That's a win for the students right there, Paul, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> students love to miss that school time. I know that. Um, so that's what was going on today over at Rogers. If you went by the Embassy Suites and saw a lot of cars at the parking lot there, um, there were a lot of coaches, Fayetteville, Bentonville, Rogers, West, Heritage, Greenland, Gravit, uh, Decatur, uh, you know, I can't remember all the schools that were there, um, but there were, you know, this is coaches from junior high all the way up, you know, to, to athletic directors. I saw Steve Jansky there uh, from Fayetteville. So a lot of, you know, a lot of coaches there. And this is kind of the, um, I always kind of look at it as the, the signal that football season is here when they have that coaching summit. Absolutely. We were, jo- I was joking with a few of them and said, well, this is, this tells us that uh, summertime's over and they all sort of, begrudgingly agreed exactly. that yeah, this is kind of the de- line of demarcation. Right so we'll, there. we'll have some coverage of that in the uh, in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette in the next couple of days. Um, we'll, we will be uh, having stories on the different seminars that we went to. Um, another project that we're working on that we haven't really talked about much is um, we are producing a, um, I don't guess it's hush-hush, but we're producing a, a book on the history of Arkansas high school football. I know Henry and I have been busy. Uh, working on that. Uh, Paul's working on another project that we won't talk about now, but it's a big project as well um, that will be coming up later on in the fall as we go into basketball season. But uh, Henry, this book that we're doing, it's going to be the definitive history of Arkansas high school football that will be, that will be, it'll cover, encompass the entire history of it from Don Hudson catching passes at Pine Bluff to, um, you know, uh, Greenwood's success, you know, the last, you know, decades. So it'll be an all in between greatest players. One of the chapters I'm really, really proud that we're going to make sure that we have in there is players before integration when there were, you know, when there were the schools were segregated and you had the all black schools. Those players, you know, didn't get a lot of notoriety, but they will be a big part of this book. And, um, you know, so we'll have a chapter on the greatest players, the greatest coaches, the greatest dynasties, the greatest rivalry games, greatest games, period. Um, I'm writing a chapter on traditions and mascots in which I uh, am going to explain what a sand lizard is and what a little John is and what a wampus cat is. And uh, plus, I got a really uh, unique and uh, exclusive, as as uh, media folks in this industry would say, an exclusive with the Ozark Hillbilly, who's been the Ozark Hillbilly since 1996. So that's uh, that'll be some good stuff uh, coming up. And then something else we're working on, of course, we're, we're busy working on our football section that will be coming out in August. But tomorrow we have a big photo and video shoot um, over at Harbor High School in the morning um, for the top 11 players in the region that we call The List. It's the top 11 players, in our humble opinion, and, and we're the only ones that matter because we pick it, right, Henry? Exactly. So, But, you know, if they want to uh, advertise about their player, you know, they could lace our pockets they with could, a little they bit. Could, you could, you could, you could we can be bribed. on that list. We could be bribed. <laughs> just joking, folks. We're just joking. Um, so anyway, so we'll have those over tomorrow at Harbor starting at 9 a.m. We'll have um, a really cool drone. We're going to have use a drone. Um, hopefully nobody gets hit by the drone. Um, but we'll have a drone, drone video, and, and uh, we'll have some interviews, one-on-one interviews to be used uh, on our prep rally show this fall with these players and and uh, we'll be taking portrait shots of them. So this will be a fun. This will be a fun thing. Uh, get a chance to see if anybody's got any new uniforms. Uh, they will have those on tomorrow. So we'll get a chance to see some of those. Uh, by the way, I burned the uh, Springdale gray jerseys with the red 
numbers. I'm sure Zach will appreciate that. I know I appreciate it. So, so uh, not, I'm just joking on that too. But, but if I had my chance, I'd hide them for sure. Uh, but anyway, and the, and I'd put the Bentonville black ones with the little thin gold outline around the numbers. I would hide those as well. Uh, don't worry. Uh, according to the National Federation of High Schools, those will eventually be. Uh, Toned out. Well, it cannot get here fast enough for me. It's hard enough for, for me to stat a game, much less um, with those kind of wacky jerseys. So we have uh, run through the first segment. We uh, we have been like a Darren McFadden uh, touchdown run, put the stiff arm out, and zip through this first 15 minutes. When we come back, we'll be joined by Lily Thomas. She's a golfer out of Bentonville who's had a great summer. We're going to go pay a few bills. You are listening to the shop. We're part of the Daily Shuffle, and we will be right back. Get me dancing up in here on a Thursday afternoon. Y'all want to see me get up and dance a little bit? I don't think anybody wants to see any of that. So I was listening while I go to the ESPN intro before we were coming into the show and they were talking about Ezekiel Elliott not being with the team. It kind of brought up a funny story. So you guys remember Randy White, right, to play for the Dallas Cowboys, number Absolutely. 54, the Manchester. So this was uh, – I can't remember what year it was, maybe like, you know, maybe late 80s, I guess. Um, he was a no-show at training camp because he was kind of having a contract dispute or whatever. And nobody knew where he was. He, they couldn't find him anywhere. The media was looking for him everywhere. Couldn't find him. Well, I had a relative who managed a um, a private resort close to where I where I lived. It's private lake and and cabins and things or whatever. And it was funny because Randy White was there the whole time. He was fishing and you know that kind of thing. But but it was so secluded you couldn't get in there. I mean you had to you know you had to. Uh, go through, you know, I don't even know how much to even get through to that place. And so it was funny while while everybody was wondering, where the heck is Randy White? We all knew where he was. You know, with family members knew exactly where he was. So uh, anyway, I don't know if Ezekiel Elliott's holding out, but uh, but anyway, he's not on the on plane. And apparently that was big enough news that ESPN made it their lead a while ago. So uh, I don't think Lily Thomas is uh, holding out, though. Lily has been playing some great golf this summer. And uh, we have her joining us on the show. Lily, glad to have you with us today. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Lily, this is Henry Apple, and uh, I have been keeping uh, quite an, an intent eye on you during the summer. You have been a very busy girl these days. I have. I haven't been home very much this summer. Yeah. You first start off, I know, uh, first caught my eye, your mom sent me the message you were playing at the uh, the U.S. A girls Junior PGA Championship and started off really well. Shot a sixty six. So that's I, okay, Lily. I've shot a sixty six too, and then then we played the back nine, and and uh, that was another sixty six. So see, I have shot a sixty six. Sometimes on we less than nine. Start yeah, sometimes on less than nine holes, I can shoot a sixty six. So that tells you I, I can play this game. So exactly. <laughs> so you did that, and then just recently, last week, you played a sectional qualifier for the U.S. Women's Amateur Tournament in Bethesda, Maryland, and finished up in a three-way tie for first place. Yes, I did. Three of us tied at two over to get to make it to uh, Mississippi for the uh, Women's Am, and I'm super excited for that. Now, what kind of format will that be when you go over and play in Mississippi? Um, It'll be two days of stroke play. And then that will seed us the top 64 girls uh, will go into match play after that. And then it's just a single elimination match play on from after that. 
So we're talking with Lily Thomas. She is a recent uh, grad from Bentonville. So, Lily, we know that you signed with Tulsa and uh, will begin your college career over there. But kind of tell me a little bit about or tell the listeners about, um, you know, golf. I mean, you, you it's it's 365 days a year for you, right? Yes, sir, it is. So um, right before my freshman year of high school, I pretty much decided to pursue golf and um, – since then, I have been working very hard, pretty much 65, 365 days a year, maybe taking a week off um, um, for Christmas um, in December. Um, but other than that, I've been working um, very hard to get where I am right now. And uh, talking about your workload, it doesn't get any easier for you because I understand you're leaving Saturday and you're headed for Canada Yes, I am. I'm headed to the Canadian uh, Junior National in Led- Ledbridge, uh, Canada. I was luckily given an invitation to that, and so I'll be there for a week, um, depending on if I make the cut or not, which <laughs> let's hope I do. And then straight from there, I'll come home for a day and head straight down to Mississippi. Lily, you mentioned that you decided that golf was going to be your focus going into uh, your freshman year. But what I mean, you had to have had an interest in golf at an early age. And what kind of what what led you to to the to the game? Was it your dad, your mom? What what was it that attracted you to golf in the first place? Um, it was my dad and my grandfather. But I played around for um, maybe just playing on the weekends one once a month, probably even less than that. Um, until right, I did not start playing uh, competitive golf until right before my freshman year. So that was it was a big turning point altogether. My freshman year, whether um, where I started playing tournament golf and decided that that was something I wanted to keep keep going with. Was there Lily? Was there an aha moment for you or, or a time when you said, "Hey, you know, I think I think I could be pretty good at this game um, if I if I." you know, devoted more time to it? I mean, what, what was kind of that, that moment for you? Um, I would say um, golf has been very hard, and it is a very hard sport. So um, finally seeing that turning point would probably be in, what, in a qualifier that I played in, in Colorado, where I was playing against college players. Um, and tour, and uh, tour players that hadn't qualified for the U.S. Open. Um, and just seeing that I like, I could hit most shots as far as they could. I could um, keep up with them physically. Um, that's when I could tell that maybe I can do this at a at the next level. Lily, of course, with you're making the transition from high school golf to college golf. Of course, uh, in high school you played in the fall, but college they don't play in the spring. But you're taking this time, I know, to try to fine tune some of your game. What have you been really focusing on this summer? Um, I don't know if I heard you finish the rest of that sentence. Okay. But, I, yeah, I'll, I'll but, repeat it. This is what have you been working on the, during the summer as you transition from the high school game to the college game? Um, I've pro- most likely, um, most of all, I've transitioned. Um, just understanding my swing for myself um, because I am gone for – I'm not home in the summer for very long. So just being able to, like, video myself and look at my swing and be like, this is what I need to work on. Um, just, like, even before a round or before a practice round, um, 
because yeah, because I can't get to my um, I can't physically see my coaches. Um, and then I would also say just maturing like on the putting green and just um, being confident in my reads. So those would be the two main things that has ha- that has happened this summer and that will help me transition into the college level. Lily, did you have a chance to go catch any of the NCAA uh, tournament when it was here at the Blessings? Did you get a chance to see any of that? Yes, sir, I did. I got to see the boys and girls play. Did you get a chance to see Maria Fossey play just to see how she just crushes the ball off off the tee box? I did. It's quite amazing. It's, <laughs> she is very fast. Yes, yeah, she is. She is just amazing. So when you see a, a player like that, you know, and especially if maybe if you're paired with a player like that, that and they hit their, you know, they hit their tee shot. Does it ever kind of get you like juiced up and say, you know, let me see if I can hit one like that? That might kind of get you out of your game, so to speak. Um, I don't say playing with a that caliber of player would get me out of my game, but honestly, I think um, it makes me want to play better because when you're playing with people that are like throwing darts at pins. To me, it helps me throw darts. It keeps me focused on, like, I can do what they're doing um, rather than um, putting myself down. Um, it also helps when you're just playing with someone that's upbeat and is also playing well. Um, it keeps your attitude. Well, Lily, we are up against oh, the break, and we, we're up against the break, and we appreciate you coming on with us. This is uh, You've been listening to Lily Thomas. She is a golfer from Bentonville who's been having quite the successful summer on the junior tour and is headed to Tulsa in the fall. Lily, thanks for being with us, and have a great, great uh, freshman season coming up. Yes, thank you, and thank you, Henry, for um, all the attention this year. Have a great day. We, uh, we're up against a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Ella May Powell, a volleyball star at the University of Washington. She'll be back with us in a few minutes. you listen to The Shop for The Daily Shuffle. Little Guns N' Roses bringing us back in for the next segment. We are going to be joined by Ella May Powell. She was the one of the great volleyball players. Paul made a big, bold statement. Paul said she might be one of the best players this state's ever produced. She is now way up in Washington State playing for the Huskies. Ella May, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, Ella May, Paul Boyd here. Hey, uh can you can you tell us a little bit about your experience? Uh, I guess you guys played for uh, the Team USA in Mexico. I guess was that a week or so ago? Yeah, I just got back a few days ago. We were down there in Aguas Calientes, Mexico, playing for the U twenty World Championships. Um, we were down there for about twelve days. Yeah, it was a it was an awesome experience getting to play so many different um, levels and different uh, styles of volleyball. Learned a lot for sure. Um, Ella, I, I got to ask. I know this is the second time that you you played for uh, Team USA. I think you played uh, back for the uh, maybe you're going into your junior season at Fayetteville High School. You and and Haley Warner, I said, also made Team USA, and uh, you guys played in Puerto Rico. Is that correct? Did I remember that right? Yes, it was actually my my sophomore year. That was our uh, our youth the youth age group. We were playing for a. Uh, kind of the same thing but it was a qualifier for the world championships yeah down in puerto rico yeah so so talk to kind of tell people what you what you have to go through i, I know there's some some qualifying and, and you guys go through uh 
cuts and uh, you're you're competing against uh, all a lot of players uh, in the country around the country so kind of tell people what that's like yeah so in in high school um like during club tournaments we'll have like a tryout before if you want like you can try out before each big tournament um and then they choose usually is what they do is they choose a roster of 20 to go train in colorado springs for um for about a week and then after that they cut the roster down to 12 and that's how it happened my youth year whenever we went to puerto rico but um it's kind of different each year but usually what happens is you go through one tryout and then you have another tryout to cut to the to the roster of 12 and then depending on what tournament you go to um every other year is the world championships and then you have to go to a qualifying tournament the previous year which each each roster is different for each one of them so you're listening to lma powell she is a former fayetteville volleyball standout who's now at the university of washington so lma when did volleyball kind of become when did you know volleyball was going to be you know your sport that you were going to focus on because i'm sure you grew, you played grew up playing soccer and you know all that kind of stuff but when did you when did you decide to make volleyball your focus yeah, about uh, fourth grade, I guess, I um, kind of switched from playing baseball, tennis, all the all the other sports to just kind of focusing on volleyball. And I think the big factor of that was I just I had the most fun doing it. And it was the best team sport I'd ever been a part of. And just people, the people I surrounded myself with, the Ozark Juniors was the best, probably the best thing that could happen to me. And um, just like, I loved the sport, and I loved it more than any other sport. So, yeah. You mentioned the teamwork and that kind of thing, but volleyball—is it the pace of the game that made it maybe more more exciting for you? Yeah the the speed of the game it it gets better each each tier you go up for sure. But I think the main thing for me was just the team aspect of it, like just being able to lean on each other and being able to find my best some of my best friends that I'll have for life are through volleyball so it's just it's an interesting aspect that the sport brings where it's the most competitive I'll ever be and just sharing it with some of the people I love the most and the sport I love the most uh Ella uh, this is Paul and uh just kind of let people know as the setter I mean I, I've always kind of equated that with like the quarterback because you touch the ball on every play and you put the ball in play and have to put it somewhere so kind of explain to to the listeners and things you know your role as the setter uh, and uh, what you bring to your team for sure the easiest um, thing to relate it to would be the quarterback I just I talk to the coaches a lot and we I tell the hitters what, what plays they need to run. Um, I kind of control the offense on the court while I'm kind of like the, the middle man towards the, from the coach to the, to the court and just making sure that their vision is put out onto the court and um, just making sure, keeping in touch with all my hitters and making sure they're, they're on their game and keeping them in rhythm. And it's my job to give them the best ball that they can succeed with. Uh, do you, uh, kind of taking that from uh, back to college, uh, you're about to be, start your sophomore season at Washington. Uh, kind of give us your thoughts on how you feel like your freshman season went. It was definitely a big learning curve for me. It was the hardest thing I've probably ever done and the most fun thing I've, I've ever done. Um, 
the coaches and the girls were so helpful in that transition. It was from still volleyball, but it was just there's so much more volleyball. There's so much more about volleyball that I still have to learn and got to learn in my freshman season. So I'm just excited to get back and to keep learning about the game. And Keegan, my head coach, does a great job of every day continuing to teach me about the game. And I just, I've learned to love to be a student of the game. And, um, and yeah, I'm just continuing to be a better teammate every day. We are talking to LMA Powell, the former Fayetteville uh, standout in volleyball, who's now at the University of Washington. So Ella, when you got to Washington last year and you, and you knew you were going to be there, you know, for the semester, I mean, being a long way from home, how much of an adjustment was that for you to be to be away from home like that? It was for sure different. Just going from from Fayetteville to Seattle, even is just so such a culture shock, so different. But um, I think something that helped me a lot was just surrounding the people I surrounded myself with, my coaches, my teammates. Like I said, they made my transition so much easier, and I know my my parents felt so comfortable sending me to people that they knew were going to take care of me and that's exactly what they did um yeah i know i know that you know you visited a lot of schools and and uh you know and then you you know before you come came to make that choice to go to the university of washington but you know how much of that you know just being that comfort that comfort factor uh in making that decision to be that far away from home what what was it that you that you saw on that visit or or whatever that let you know that was that was going to be a good place for you yeah, so I had never never been to Seattle before, and I as soon as I got into the city, I was like, wow, this is like the prettiest place I've ever been, one. And um, I kind of fought my parents on going to it because I, I was like, too far away, I'm not going to like it. And um, as soon as I stepped on campus, I just felt so welcomed and so um, valued as a person more than a player, and that was something that I hadn't felt before at any other school. Um, along with that, just being a Pac-12 school, um, I, I always knew that I was looking at other Pac-12 schools, and I knew that that was the best, if not the best, but one of the best volleyball conferences in the country. So I knew that I, every game I'm going to have to be on my game, and um, and yeah, that was something that stood out to me a lot. Uh, Ella, can you can you kind of tell us what it's like to to put the, put on that Team USA jersey and represent the country? I mean, you've been able to do it twice now. So kind of tell people what that what that feels like and, and uh, what you've had to go through to get there and earn that spot. Yeah, it's it's a surreal feeling for sure. I um every time that I even get to put on a t shirt for, for tryouts or anything, it just I know that that people would kill to be in that spot and so every every time I do it I just try to try to wear it with pride and do it the best that I can. And um just going overseas I've I've realized that everyone, everyone wants to beat USA, and we will always have that chip on our shoulder. Um, that everyone, no matter who it is, is going to want to beat us, and that's a that's a really cool feeling. And I think it brings out the competitor in me, and um, it's just an awesome feeling to to have that pride of of putting on that jersey. Uh, do you do you feel like are you excited for for another season at, at uh, Washington? You feel like you guys have a chance to to be really good again? Absolutely. We we only lost one senior, so we're looking uh, pretty much like the same team. And I'm just I'm excited to get back there and train with my teammates and continue to grow off our season last year. Uh, do you still? Uh, how often were you able to get back to to here in Fayetteville? Uh, I came back. Uh, let's see, Christmas time, spring break. This summer, I've actually gotten a little more time back at home 
which has been nice because um, I, I did this trip. So, yeah, it's been awesome. So you have been listening to Ella Mae Powell. She is at the University of Washington as a volleyball player, of course, from Fayetteville. Ella, thanks for coming on with us, and good luck uh, going into your sophomore season. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. So you're listening to The Shop, part of the Daily Shuffle. We're going to take a break right now, but when we come back, we will have Tristan Stafford, a wrestler who's coming off of a big, big win uh, this summer and a big honor. So we'll have him coming back. Come back and join us. Right, Michael Jackson rolling it in here on Thursday. We are down to the final segment of the shop for this week. We uh, have uh, got three innings in the books, and we're going for the complete game here on the fourth inning, going to close it out. We've got Tristan Stafford uh, is going to join us. He is a wrestler at Bentonville High, defending state champion, and uh, he is coming off of a big, uh, big summer this summer. And uh, Tristan, thanks for being on with us today. Well, thank you for having me. Good deal. Paul Boyd's going to jump in the uh, in the in the in the corner over here and uh, and get this thing going with you. Hey Tristan, hey, we really appreciate you having some time with us. Uh, congratulations uh, are definitely in order. Uh, really good effort in Fargo here a few weeks ago. Uh, can you just talk about that experience? Uh, well, uh, as you know, it was my second time up there, and uh, I knew that some adjustments had to be made after last year and not that uh third place isn't a good finish but it's not exactly where i wanted to be and um even though i did end up in the same place that i was last year i feel that i performed a much better much better in the tournament than i did the previous year what what was different about it you think what did you do you feel like you just attention to detail and things were better uh yes sir i was i was more mentally prepared and uh Having having been there once already, it was a little easier on my uh, easier to process, I guess you could say. Well, it's uh, I, I've I've seen photos of those twenty six mats out there in that big arena, uh, just being a part of that vast uh, array of athletes. Uh, first time there, were there at least a little bit of jitters? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. The uh, the atmosphere is different than anything else I've ever been to. Yeah. So, can you can you talk to us a little bit about your experience this year? Where there was there a match where uh, you, I mean, I saw you you won your third place match ten eight. Was that one a back and forth? A uh, lot lot of uh, lot going on there uh, late in the match. Uh yes, sir. Um, I was pretty neck and neck throughout the whole match, and uh, there was about thirty seconds left, and I was down six to six losing on criteria and I uh, kind of went for a big move and didn't work out got taken down so it was eight to six with about 15 seconds left and uh, that's when I just thought to myself you know I have, I have to go big and um, ended up going big and in the last five seconds ended up getting a four-point move and uh, winning the match 10 to eight so that's got to be that the, the, the that's got to have been a great adrenaline rush right there it was. It was. It was. Uh, what is it paid uh, off for pushing all the way through? Absolutely. Well, I wanted to talk about what. What do you feel like? Uh, what, what did you get from from that experience that you can take forward? And now, you know, your second time there in Fargo. Um, more so, I just 
I understand now that even though sometimes it doesn't feel like you're in the match, you're always you're always in it to a degree. I mean, you know, you, you can't give up with 15 seconds left because you're down by two. I mean, you got to keep wrestling through the final whistle, and uh, that that's something that I can carry on throughout the rest of my wrestling career as well as just in everyday life too, whether it be you know at work or at school or anything like that. We are talking with Tristan Stafford, a wrestler from Bentonville High School, defending state champion, um, who's who uh, earned All America status uh, this summer. So, Tristan, when did wrestling become a big part, uh, or, or when when did that become a big thing to you? Now, I know you've got some some ba- you know family you know connection there in wrestling, but when did it kind of become something that you knew you could be pretty good at? Uh, well, I started wrestling when I was about five, and uh, it was just. I started here in Arkansas at uh, Rogers Youth Wrestling, and I mean, it was just something that I did. It was I played football at the time as well, and it was just a sport that I did, but I think it was around sixth or seventh grade, I uh, kind of turned a corner mentally and decided that uh, wrestling is something that I really wanted to commit to, so I gave up on uh, football and just kind of devoted all my uh, effort and energy into wrestling and uh it seems to be paying off pretty well so far now you know wrestling is something that you know unless a lot of people are really up on it you know a lot of people when they hear the word wrestling they think wwe raw and we're gonna you know hit you over the head with steel chairs or whatever but kind of give us tristan i want you to kind of give the listeners an idea of what kind of training you have to go through to be a high school wrestler um well honestly it's it's a lot like uh, football training, if, if you can think of it that way. I mean, we're we're in the weight room quite a bit, especially during the off season, trying to get bigger, trying to get stronger. Um, when season rolls around, we're on the mat a lot, so we're drilling. It's not not live wrestling very much, not competition, but just drilling over and over the same technique and uh, just sharpening those small details in order for us to be prepared for the next tournament or next duel that we have. One thing I was going to ask, uh, you know, the, the listeners might not know, how tall are you, Tristan? Uh, uh, last I checked, I am five, one and three quarters. And how much do you weigh today? Uh, about 108 pounds. Oh, must, you must have had a hamburger for lunch. Did, yeah. you, have, did you have a burger and fries for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, well, and the reason I ask that, I want people to know what your size is because, and you competed this, uh, you competed in Fargo in the the ninety eight pound uh, weight class or ninety four pound weight class, right? Yes, sir, that is correct. And a year ago, you were in the eighty eight pound weight class, is that right? Correct. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, just kind of talk about and well, and to take that a step further, real quickly. In uh, the Arkansas State Championships in high school, you competed in the 106 weight class. But what was the most you weighed that uh, you know in that state tournament when you were competing against 106 guys? Um. Well, I didn't really put on that much weight until after the season. So during the state tournament, I didn't get near 106. I think the most I weighed was about 102. So. Okay, so you're around 100 pounds. Did you stay around 100 pounds most of the season? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was that was about what I walked around up. 
Yeah, so I was just wanting people to know that, that you competed the entire season and you went 50-8 and eight, uh, that season, basically competing significantly underweight. So that's pretty tough, well, right? And something else, too, and Tristan, you you know, you can you correct me if I'm wrong, but but one pound in wrestling makes a big difference because it you know it's it's all about you know the torque and 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 you know and in, in the physical part of it so you know to understand the difference between a 98 pounds and 108 pounds that's 10 pounds or, or 98 to 106 is eight pounds that's a that's a huge huge difference at, at that weight class right yeah yes absolutely absolutely uh, yeah I mean size size has a huge huge amount to do with uh, com- competition did you did you feel like you had to really work hard to be better at at your technique to kind of overcome a guy who who might be a little stronger absolutely i mean it you got to kind of play it smart as well i mean there's certain positions you don't want to get into with a bigger guy just because that that maturity that physical maturity and that size can uh, give him the advantage in a certain position. Well, Tristan, you're a young guy, and I don't know who all we have out there in our listening audience. Hopefully, you know, thousands and thousands of people. That's what, we're, that's what we hope for anyway. But what would you say to the parent of, of, a, of a boy or girl, either one, who, um, you know, who might be interested just after hearing you talk, who might be interested in, in wrestling? Uh, what, what kind of advice would you give them? What, what, what would they do if, if, if they have a seven, eight, six, seven, however year old, uh, you know, son or daughter who wanted to get into this? Um, do your research. Just look around and see if, if you know somebody that's into it. You know, give them a call and see what they know. Or um, for me, I started at the Rogers Activity Center, so that that's an option. You know, whether it be the Boys and Girls Club or something like that, but somewhere where you can get more information and just kind of decide if that's what you want to do or not. Well, Tristan, you have been awesome to have on the show today, and and uh, we will, you know, certainly keep an eye on you. We know that you got a very bright future ahead of you, not just at the high school level, but but sounds like beyond. Um, so, good luck with that, and uh, you know, just keep uh, keep keep pinning them to the mat, as they say. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. You've been listening to Tristan Stafford, a wrestler from Bentonville, who is uh, an All American at uh, the one hundred, right at that weight range in wrestling. So. Uh, what a great wrestler he is. So that is it for today. Don't uh, don't forget that we got Ruskin and Zach coming up right after this uh, to get you stirred up for the rest of the afternoon. And uh, you've been listening to The Shop, part of the Daily Shuffle. We, were, we are uh, with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Be sure and read all about what we have uh, coming up. Thanks for being with us, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>